I'm Nicole Petito, former International Programming Manager at Equinox and host of the Nicole Petito Podcast, where brick and mortar meets the intersection of digital fitness and how this continued union will shape the face of the industry for studio owners, instructors, and tech around the world. Join me as we discuss the blend, the balance, and the broader picture. In this episode, it was a privilege to speak with my dear friend and longtime industry colleague, Rachel Vazirali, the Senior Manager of Fitness Design at Orange Theory Fitness. And we touch upon the ways in which Orange Theory has seamlessly integrated their science-backed programming and elevated coaching, all while continuing to maintain a highly engaged community within their digital fitness experiences that still maintain the essence of what makes the Orange Theory Fitness experience and their workouts so special. So let's dive in and hear how they are creating that unique blend and balance between their in-person and digital fitness content. Rachel, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited to have you on the show, not only because of our long working, you know, relationship and history together, but also become because I've really come to know you as someone that always offers a wealth of knowledge with such in-depth insight into everything that you speak about. So I have no doubt that today's conversation will not only be enormously valuable to our listeners, but also that they hopefully get a glimpse into the comedic side of Rachel that I personally know. <laughs> I'm like, no pressure. Sure. No, I'm super excited to be here and answer any questions you have. And it's great to speak to you because like you said, we have such a history, but we don't often get to connect anymore in these busy times. I know. So I'm going I'm to cherish the next 30 minutes together. <laughs> Same. So with all that being said, you know, I think it would be a great place for us to start by you providing us with a little bit of background on your fitness industry, your experience, and then ultimately what your role entails at Orange Theory. Sure. So I've had a crazy fitness journey over spanning over a decade at this point. I didn't actually start out in fitness. I started out However, always being a lover of movement, I, I was a dancer all throughout my life. And then in 99, I moved to New York to go to NYU. I was a dance major at NYU. So again, always had a passion and a love for movement, but it was more on the arts and performance side, not on the fitness side. But through that, I ended up kind of falling into fitness as actually many performers do because there is such a connection between you know dance and movement and, and fitness. And long story short, I ended up, you know, while dancing, simultaneously bartending and waiting tables and doing personal training sessions with clients in their house in Brooklyn and Manhattan, as well as working at several different, you know, big box gyms. And then through personal training, ended up in group fitness, ultimately, which is where my passion really um, grew for group fitness, my love for group fitness and, and what I do now as well. In that time frame, I found myself eventually at Equinox, you know, this big luxury brand, uh, fitness brand, and did a lot of different things within that company. A lot of doors were opened up for me in the realm of fitness, including working with Beachbody as some of their talent on set for some of their big programs, um, Insanity, 
asylum and, um, you know, got great experience doing all of that was the group fitness, creative group fitness manager for Equinox, um, and doing a lot of different programming for them. And through that also working for Schwinn, which is a cycling company, and then following Schwinn stages cycling, which ultimately became my biggest passion in group fitness was the world of cycling. And I did that um, in my last few years with Equinox. And then just in the last year, I think I'm coming up on a year now working for Orange Theory as senior manager of fitness design. And that's been a huge shift and a huge, incredible journey and opportunity um, to work and lead the template design team, which is the team that creates all of their programming from day to day. And really my job there is to make sure that we highlight programming from a scientific standpoint, from an exercise science standpoint. And then, of course, always refining the stylization of that product and innovating on new products. Um, yeah, that's 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 me in a nutshell in my fitness journey. I did in the middle of all of that uh, do my master's in exercise physiology and cardiac rehabilitation, which, again, opened up some doors to do some more work in this field and ultimately is what led, led me to Orange Theory as they really are science-backed and technology-tracked. And so for the the programming in which you oversee and and are a part of creating, that programming lends itself to both the in-person experiences that Orange Theory provides, as well as the the digital side of the business, correct? Digital team right now is very different. However, the workouts that my team creates for the in-studio, you know, in-person live member and coach experience, they use those workout designs for inspiration to create that content. So we work, you know, very much cross departmentally, I would say, to make sure that the product that we're offering on the digital side very closely replicates the type of experience they would get on the in-studio side. So, so speaking of, you know, the, the in-person experience, I mean, that is really where Orange Theory was and, and still really is rooted in the, the, the providing that really wonderful in-person experience at all of their brick and mortar studios. Um, and, and just like with so many other brands out there, there was this swift need to develop a digital side to the business that I'm sure came with a ton of learnings along the way. So maybe if you could kind of take us back to what Orange Theory's first version of their digital offering looked like in comparison to what we see it being today. Yeah, there's been a huge evolution over the past year on the digital side for what Orange Theory is offering. And of course, now all the conversations that are being had in regards to what it's going to look like in the future. I think they pivoted very quickly to help provide ongoing programming for a lot of studios that were shut down, members that weren't comfortable coming into the studios and things of that nature. And originally, it was a lot of content that was provided daily, and it's still provided daily via the mobile app. Now it's evolved to um, being available via the mobile app, via YouTube, but the content has been curated now in a more organized fashion. We have a stronger point of view on what that offering is. You know, initially it was longer workouts and now realizing through feedback that people actually want the ability to customize their workout needs. We offer now shorter workouts, so 10 to 25 minute um, chunks of programming and everything's now categorized as either 
lower body strength, upper body strength, total body hit, core strength, so that you can really navigate more quickly to what you want. And you can also therefore mix and match your workout. So if you only have 10 minutes, you can do a 10 minute. But if you want to do 20 minute, you could put two of those workouts together and you could combine them in whatever way you wanted to get, again, what you need for your training purposes. I love it that it's kind of evolved from this longer form to shorter form content and that now there are more personalized ways in order to, like you said, customize your workout and the the type of content you're looking for that day and to kind of see that evolution take place. Um, you know, even though, you know, we, we, we look at now a lot of these digital apps and platforms, a lot of them offer live streaming. That's definitely a, a component in the way in which they're delivering their content. But on-demand option really speaks to the crowd that says, I want to consume the content when I want to and not feel attached to any given schedule. And from what I understand, and of course, correct me as I, wrong, as, uh, as I state this, just in case I'm, I'm incorrect in this, but Orange Theory really offers and kind of lives in the live streaming space to create these interactive classes. Um, number one, is that correct? And if so, why did Orange Theory decide not to kind of go that on-demand route um, um, with the way in which it's kind of evolved over time? Yeah, so no, we, we definitely have live streaming classes, Orange Theory Live, as we call it. So what I was speaking to before was our at-home content is how we call it. And that's the content that's available on YouTube in the app where members could you know, do it at their own timing, like you said, and mix and match to fit their needs. But we certainly do have Orange Theory Live, which is our platform in which we offer those live streaming classes. And that's really um, something that was birthed, you know, after the content that was for at home, as we realized, you know, studios were going to be closed longer than we anticipated. This pandemic was going to, you know, continue longer than anybody could have ever imagined. And we wanted to be able to provide our members with that live in-studio type experience and also to be able to really do it in a way in which still had community. So in Orange Theory Live, you are able to, if you choose, have yourself be seen on camera and also see the other members that are taking that class. Now, if you choose not to be seen, you know, that's definitely an option that we have available to you. You can choose and select um, how you want that view. Maybe you want just the coach to see you, but not the other members, et cetera. But this way you can have that interactive experience. And then you also have, of course, the benefit of a coach actually coaching you live. They can see you, they can make corrections. There's a chat box feature where you can talk to the coach and say, you know, Hey, I've got an injury. Can you look out for this? So it is, you know, more closely tailored to what you'd experience if you came into the doors of an Orange Theory. Okay, great. So there's definitely two sides of the coin. There's this, you know, the live experience, which is interactive. Like you said, you you get the opportunity to have a coach see you move, provide you with modifications, progressions, and so forth. And then if you are on the opposite side of the coin where you're saying, I just want to consume content that has already been filmed, that's where the mobile app and the YouTube channel is really where, um, you know, consumers can find that on-demand option. Right, right. With the rollout of Orange Theory Live, you know, our goal was to continue to offer Orange Theory at-home workouts on demand in the app, on YouTube. We just wanted to make sure that we provided both members and non-members 
an array of options and the flexibility to get into a class. Now, I know personally, having taken a few Orange Theory classes myself, um, and I know how like the equipment, the metrics, the community that you just previously mentioned, they really play such a key role to the overall Orange Theory experience. So from first a programming perspective, how did you work to overcome the fact that many of your digital users probably didn't have access to treadmills or rowers or any other larger pieces of equipment that are traditionally utilized in an in-person Orange Theory class while still being able to maintain the essence of what makes Orange Theory so special? Yes, you know that that definitely was a challenge and a lot of brainstorming has taken place in regards to that. So whether it's at home or live, the equipment is minimal because we want as many people to be able to participate as possible, despite not necessarily having a treadmill or a rower, which is really what we are known for. Now, there are a lot of body weight options for that for that very reason. So you could, you know, in the at-home experience, do a HIIT workout, a high-intensity interval training workout that is just using your body weight. For example, push-ups, squat jacks, burpees, things of that nature. And then for a lot of the live classes, similar as well. But we definitely have introduced some exercise or some workouts that have dumbbells, towels, you know, it's still a minimal amount of equipment, mini bands, which you can buy, you know, through Orange Theory or other sites so that if you wanted to have ability to have more equipment, whether it's in the at home or live classes, you can do that. As far as, you know, solving for not having a rower or a treadmill, you know, because we want them to still have that same heart rate response that you would get in studio, the cardio aspect has basically been replaced with plyometric movements. So think, you know, high intensity squat jumps or explosive push-ups. We also do a lot of agility work, fast feet, shuffling side to side, because we still want people to be able to get that same heart rate response and um, take them through the heart rate zones, which is our training system that we use at Orange Theory, whether they're in studio or at home. And I didn't mention that earlier, but on the live platform, you can still connect with the Orange Theory heart rate monitors and see the same types of zones on your screen and your coach will see that as well. So they can still coach you in the same way that you would um, in a Orange Theory space. Now with this, you know, kind of not necessarily a, a shift in programming, but just having to be creative with your programming outside of the, the traditional experience in studio, how was that Or how has that been received by, say, some of your loyal members? Do they find themselves saying, I love both options, and so I'm going to come in for my in-person experiences because I want to be on the rower, I want to be on the treadmill, but I also love the response and the way my body feels, you know, doing these digital experiences because it does, you know, feel a little bit different. Um, How has the overall response been? Yeah, I think you just said it. I think really many people love having just more options available to them, right? The ability to customize their schedule. If you end up maybe on a wait list and it's hard to get into an actual live class, well, then you can do the workout in the comfort of your own home, whether it's via live or via the at-home content. So I think, you know, especially through the pandemic, as everything kind of switched to digital, people expected that more, right? Now they expect to have both options and, 
now that studios are back and we're reopening and we're still in the preliminary stages of that in many of our markets, we have seen a switch though, right? And I think it's just because the enthusiasm and excitement about being able to actually be around people again and, you know, hug the people you haven't seen and go back and be um, face-to-face with the coaches that maybe you haven't seen, you know, over the past many months or the past year. So I think the pendulum kind of swung hard just over the last few weeks to the live experience, but I'm imagining it's going to, you know, settle back somewhere in the middle where people are going to want to have the ability to do both. Well, and I think you touched upon something that I, I feel like I hear so frequently about just digital fitness experiences in general is that there it's it's really hard to build and maintain this sense of of true community in the digital fitness world, if you will. So how did Orange Theory really manage to build and maintain that engaged digital community over the course of the of the last year? It's interesting because, you know, Orange Theory is a franchise organization. So each individually owned and operated studio has to determine for themselves how they want to integrate the digital content that we now offer along with in person as far as, you know, scheduling. And a lot of the decisions are based on, you know, what their specific member base wants and needs. So I think it's very different um, based on, you know, studio location and member base. So again, it's very different based on the location, the market, the region, and those specific member needs. So I think we saw a lot of different studios doing a lot of different things to keep that sense of community. One of the core things being launching Orange Theory Live so that they could continue to have that uh, community that they normally have. It just was done not in studio, but via digital. Social media was something that just generally Orange Theory used to keep our members engaged, providing um, educational content, you know, providing just general information on what should you do during this time what are the recommendations that um, we have for you, whether it's you know taking a walk every day. There was just a lot of information that went out via social media channels as well to keep our members um, engaged and ready to come back and uh, get into classes as soon as we could. Yeah, I think that's so, so powerful to just kind of highlight a little bit more is why Orange Theory Live was or and is so important because it did help you to maintain that community where in an on-demand space, it really is hard to do that. But when you have that live experience, you can still interact with other people. You can still interact with your coach, get that live feedback that really does then um, you know, kind of breed a sense of community. So that definitely makes sense why Orange Theory would really want to lead with that live interactive experience in order to maintain that. Exactly. I would imagine that you had just mentioned with, you know, your your franchise locations. I know you guys have franchise and corporately owned locations, but you had mentioned that there have been a lot of, you know, shifts, that there's a lot of decisions that happen, you know, locally at each individual franchise location. So, you know, from, from that perspective, as you're offering these live interactive classes, did that, how, if did that, or how did it, if, if at all, affect the, you know, the, the schedule? of the in-person experience because are you offering, I'm assuming you're offering these classes 
and filming them in the studio itself, correct? Corporate owned studios uh, may do that. I know for our headquarters, we you know film some content there for live, but no, we needed to basically meet the studios and our coaches where they were at because during the pandemic, you know, a lot of um, studios were completely shut down, meaning you weren't even able to go in necessarily, you know, to film. So a lot of work, you know, took place to get camera equipment, audio equipment out into the hands of our coaches. And they went through a digital training, um, you know, on top of all the other education that we require of our coaches to prep them for how to deliver an optimal digital class, because it's very different from what they're used to coaching. But we wanted to make sure we were still using our coaches who know what the brand is all about and can speak to the heart rate zones and can provide options and challenges in the way in which we believe it should be done at Orange Theory. So um, most of our live you know, classes are taught by coaches in their home uh, with whatever background that they have. You know, we, we definitely have our best practices for them to make sure that they're delivering a great experience in that type of environment. But that's how it is, you know, happening right now. Now, is that the continued plan moving forward? Or is it the maybe is there a, a, a plan in place around, you know, we're going to we're, we're going to utilize these franchise locations and maybe during the off hours or something along those lines where something isn't scheduled, we can utilize the the um, the studio now to conduct filming? Or is the plan to just continue to to have these instructors do what they've been doing over the last year with with the live classes? I think that's all at this point, very much TBD. There's so many different ideas and discussions that we're having at Orange Theory headquarters regarding all these things and trying to just collective, you know, come down to a decision based on what the collective needs are for most of our member base. You know, innovation has always been at the core of Orange Theory Fitness from, from the start. So while the digital community for members to experience the workout you know, has been our goal. And we've been able to accomplish that goal through the global pandemic. Um, it's still very much in an evolution phase. And, you know, figuring out how we're going to continue to offer it in the best way is still being determined. But kind of the phrase we've been using is bricks and clicks. So we <laughs> want we want them to, you know, have that experience of our brick and mortar come into the studio but we also want them to be able to get into an orange theory at the click of a button and experience it digitally as well. I love that. That's such a fun phrase. I've not heard of that. That's so, that's so unique. So something that you touched upon just a few moments ago were the differences between teaching in person versus teaching to the camera and teaching those live experiences and how those skill sets differ in a variety of different ways. So has that changed, you know, how you've selected your coaches, you know, to to lead these experiences or, you know, how have you kind of navigated this new landscape of who delivers this live content? Yeah, it is a very different skill set. And I've been coaching live as in in person for many years, but I went through our training process that the team had put together for Orange Theory Live to train up the coaches and realized through that training, you know, how different it really is. And 
that's that's typically been the process. If you're interested as an Orange Theory coach and you want to coach our Orange Theory Live and coach on that platform, you have to go through this training or process, not just to make sure you understand how to run the tech, because clearly there's an aspect of tech that you have to be able to navigate the platform. You have to know how to, you know, work that chat box feature with the members as they're coming in. You have to know how to mute and unmute yourself and also um, how to navigate the music volumes from the back end and all, all of those things that go along with teaching an Orange Theory Live class. But additionally, in that training, we spend a lot of time going over differences in coaching skills as far as um, how do you connect with someone, you know, virtually, because in studio, we talk about giving high fives. We talk about going up to someone and maybe, you know, making a correction with form. For example, if they're slumped over, you might put your hand on the center of their back and encourage them to squeeze their shoulder blades together, but you can't do those physical touch points or those high five moments. Um, in a digital space. So we go over a lot of uh, ways to enhance your verbal coaching skills. How can you clearly convey your message just by, you know, what you're saying? Um, how can you encourage members, maybe if they're standing face forward during an exercise to turn profile, because that's going to allow you to better assess their movement pattern since you can't walk around them because um, they're on that flat screen. So you know, we, we go through a program with the coaches on all of those things. And then everyone has to essentially audition and pass what we call a final mic, where you take a team of people through an Orange Theory live class. And we make sure that, you know, you do have the right command and presence and energy and tech knowledge to deliver an optimal experience. Now, have you found that you needed to hire instructors specifically for on-screen talent or do you typically pull from the pool of instructors that you already have delivering in-person experiences and doing exactly what you just described as far as you know giving them that education making them through go the go through the audition process yeah so currently we use our coaches because it's so important that they have you know all of the other aspects that an Orange Theory coach has to go through in order to become an Orange Theory coach. So just to teach in our studios, you know, they have to be, you know, highly trained, hold a accredited personal training or group X certification. So we want to make sure that, you know, they have that baseline education. They have to be CPR and AED certified. Then they go through our OT fit certificate program, which is a week long immersive training experience that is designed to, teach and, you know, them how to deliver this Orange Theory class. So I think at this point, it would just be very difficult to take, you know, someone from outside of the brand and make sure that they have all those expectations met and then additionally go through our Orange Theory live training process. Not to say that it's not possible for the future, but we want to make sure that the coaches that are on live have the same knowledge and expertise as our coaches that, that are in studio. And it's also so wonderful to be able to pull internally from the coaches that are already so invested and passionate about the brand and the programming and, you know, what they get to deliver. So it's, I'm sure it's definitely a, um, you know, a highlight for, for those instructors that they get to add this as a part of what they get to deliver for, for Orange Theory. So I'm, I'm sure it's a, it's very exciting for them as well. Right. And during the pandemic too, we wanted 
the opportunity for coaches to continue coaching their member base. So if we introduced, you know, new talent, new coaches, we wouldn't have been able to continue that relationship that had already been forged. Yeah, another great point uh, towards community, you know, that they already had that relationship built. And so continuing that community feeling um, really speaks to the fact that you've you've utilized your existing coaches that have already worked so hard to build that community and those relationships with their with their clients. Um, Exactly. Yep. You know, more often than not now, I mean, just these last few questions that I have of you, um, you know, more often than not, we hear that we hear brands that are traditionally only in the brick and mortar space now finding it important to continue to adopt that hybrid business model of their in-person experiences with their digital experiences. But now that studios have or are continuing to reopen, you know, I've personally heard of studios that aren't choosing to continue to go route down the, the digital um, content route. So for Orange Theory specifically, does the brand have plans to continue to invest in their digital content moving forward? I definitely think at this point in time, we are going to continue to have the conversation around how we want to evolve our digital platforms and you know to what extent we want to support them. I don't see them going away because we've seen the great things that have taken place from having these offerings. Um, at the end of the day, you know, our core product is that in-studio experience. So that continues to be our main driver. And whatever we do on the digital side will be based around what we are doing for our in-studio programming. Um, but yeah, I think it's all still in the works, still to be determined. There's some cool projects I can tell you that are coming down the pipeline, but it's too early for me to, to share that. But, um, yeah, I think we're going to play in both spaces. Awesome. Well, if, if someone is interested in, you know, seeing what it is that Orange Theory is doing from a digital perspective, um, you had mentioned the mobile app, YouTube pages, and then Orange Theory Live. Um, is there any ad- additional information that you want to provide to, you know, to our, to, to our listeners that can help find your content uh, that's readily accessible? I think, yeah, for non-members specifically, right now, YouTube and the website are the go-to places to find all that content. It's very easy to navigate. Um, You'll see the app, you know, click on at home and you'll see all of that content. And I also think it's a great area for someone who's kind of just interested in seeing what Orange Theory is all about, what our workouts are about, how we coach our classes, um, the types of exercises, how we explore heart rate training as a means to see your progress over time. Um, You know, it gives them an opportunity to just kind of play around and then hopefully get excited to go into one of our in studios and experience it in person. Well, I just cannot tell you how much I've appreciated our time together. And like I expected at the beginning of our conversation, you always provide such great insight and in-depth information. So I so appreciate your time today, your support of the show. And I cannot wait to continue to see all the incredible programming, the launches, you know, that that you just spoke of that that are going to come out of the Orange Theory camp. And, um, and especially 
how all of this is going to look with your expertise intertwined into the fabric of what's being developed. So thank you so much for, for joining me today, Rachel. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening and a big thank you to all of our guests and sponsors. I hope you'll subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to this podcast. Let's stay connected on Instagram and LinkedIn. You can find me at Nicole Petito. Until next time, stay challenged, explore new movement, and keep personalizing your fitness journey. Thank you.